0: Hello. This is podcast from the unknown.
1: The unknown. (laughs) Um, I guess we should go ahead
0: and say our names. Uh, I'm Amber. Jules. (laughs) Krista. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, Okay. So, how's everybody been?
2: Good.
1: Good. Yeah. I'm living a dream.
2: Anything
0: exciting going on?
1: I just
3: got back from a houseboat trip all weekend. It was pretty fun. Yeah. How was that? It was good. The first day I thought I was being cursed and was told to not be on the lake because I got like three big cuts in my leg. But after that, it was smooth sailing.
1: How did you get (laughs) some cuts in your leg?
3: Oh, dude, there's so many different things. So like we were carrying all of our stuff to the boat and there's like this wheelbarrow And there was, like, a screw sticking out of it, and it, like, snatched on my leg. Then I busted it on the ladder a few times, getting out of the water. But Wow.
1: That's why you should drink and swim.
3: Hey, I wasn't even drunk yet. I was sober. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What is a houseboat?
2: Uh, It's like a
3: house.
2: Yeah, it's like uh, a big boat that has, like, a kitchen, bathroom, and bedrooms for you to sleep in. So you can, like, just stay out on the water the whole time.
1: It's like a yacht, only
2: not. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bars. Well,
0: that That sounds fun, Krista Yeah,
3: Yeah, it looks fantastic.
1: I'm glad you made it. You know, back in one piece. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
3: didn't drown. It was good.
1: (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Did Did it rain there or anything when like?
3: Um, the day we were coming home, it was pouring, and there was like horrible thunder and lightning, but. As um, soon as we made it to the dock and started unloading, it stopped. So that was the only time. Well, that's that's
0: good. Yeah. Where Anybody else that? have anything exciting going on?
1: Uh, I'm on vacation all week. So I'm just kind of mm-hmm. chilling.
0: Crystal, you know. where was it at? Kentucky. you doing Legos?
3: Um, It was Lake Cumberland, so Kentucky.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. Hey, no, you're good.
1: How far all is right.
2: that?
3: That was about five hour drive. Oh, okay. It's not bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. No.
0: Okay. Um. So, Adam, you said you wanted to go first. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We wanted to change it up and do a topic that we haven't um touched on yet. We were gonna do uh like UFOs slash aliens. Um, yeah, I'm excited. That, yeah, we, we haven't done it so yet. Much. Somehow, yeah. I don't, I don't know how we haven't like. <laughs> You know, done was, this topic at least once by now. It was That's on our true.
1: itinerary. We just never got around to it. Our
0: yeah. itinerary? <laughs> um, yeah, so you can go ahead and get started whenever <laughs> you want, Adam.
1: Okay. Does anybody know about the Betty and Barney incident?
3: No.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Betty and Barney Hill. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. yes.
1: Okay. Krista?
3: I don't.
0: Never okay. heard of it.
1: So. In a sense, this isn't the, like, first recorded abduction, but it is one of the first ones to get nationally, like, publicized. Um, and it's also kind of how, like, abductions have been coined as to, like, what we think of them being uh, because of the story and how, in my opinion, the story is very vivid, Um I am 100% a firm believer behind it and I hope that you guys can kind of see where I'm coming from with it. So, it happens in Portsmouth, New Hampshire on US State Route 3. So, I'll kind of like set up the events that led to it cuz I was I did a little bit of research on history.com but then I also found some Betty Hill interviews from a couple years ago that she reaccounts like everything that happened to her. So there is some like conflicting information in my research, but I'm hoping that it, you know, all kind of still makes sense to people. So Betty and Barney were on a trip from Montreal to Niagara Falls, which is, was a three day trip that the couple saw as the delayed honeymoon. Um, They were only married for 16 months in that um, Barney was a post office worker that would drive 60 miles every day to work. And then Betty was in social services, and she also didn't really have a lot of free time to, like, enjoy herself. So this was, like, the couple's way of, like, kind of getting away, in a sense. And this all happened on September 19th through September 20th. So the couple had stopped in for dinner in Vermont with some coffee to re-energize for the late-night trip home. And this was on the third night. So they left the diner at about 10 p.m. with projections to be home around two or three in the morning on September 20th, 1961. Um, They were trying to push through the night due to an incoming hurricane that was following them home. So according to the interview I watched, when they left the diner, Betty had noticed a bright light in the sky as they left. And she thought that she had, in her quotes, discovered a new planet. So, you know, you leave a diner about 10 o'clock at night and you see like this big white light in the sky. So like, of course your first thought's going to be like, it's got to be a star. It's got to be the moon. It's got to be some type of planet. That's like,
0: yeah. Or like, like a plane or something like you're trying to rationalize, like what's happening.
1: Right. Because, you know, 1961 there's, you know, they called them flying saucers. They really didn't have like UFOs or UFOs weren't really classified as being like, alien technology you know they were more of like an unidentified like object versus like oh it has to be aliens so they started driving and they noticed that the light was following them around 10:30. so they pulled over to the to the side of the road to look to see that it, the light had actually changed course and was starting to come towards them so betty and barney get back into the car and start driving for about another 30 miles all the while the light has been following them so Noticing that this light's following and Betty and Barney are having a conversation of, you know, what could this light be? Um, Barney was a World War II veteran, so he had a knack for trying to identify like aircrafts and always carried a set of binoculars around with them. So he actually gets out of the car to pull out his binoculars around a mountain area. And I think it's like the Indian Plains, if I'm not mistaken, And notice that the ship was 50 feet in the air above them on the highway stopped. So, like, now the light is somehow magically, like, above their car. So Barney proceeds to get into the car and sees, or gets out of the car with his binoculars and looks up and sees a circular window with a white light behind it and saw men standing in the window looking down on him. Which freak anybody out.
2: Right. Right. You know,
1: yeah. Like, yeah, what are these people doing? <clears throat> yeah. And so freaked out, Barney runs back into the car as the ship starts to descend towards them. So you have to imagine like they're fifty feet above the air, you know, that's not too terribly high up in the sky compared to like what we would think anyway. So as it's like descending them, they're thinking that they're gonna get captured. So they sped down US state route three and attempting to flee. So this happened for about Oh, I don't know. another 30 miles, according to Betty's interview, where noises and beeping started hitting the trunk of the car, which slowly made their car stop accelerating. So at this point, Barney had turned onto a side road, and at this point he had saw a group of men, same ones from the UFO, that are standing in the middle of the road. And Barney or Barry, Barney, sorry, they look like Irishmen. Oh. Yeah. Like they were bald, but they looked like people. So they weren't like gray, you know, black eyes, very lanky, stuff like that. Like they very, yeah. they looked like very typical,
0: much... like what we imagine aliens to look like or what they're portrayed to look like.
1: Right. And they had, you know, oval eyes. That was like the one thing that I kind of took away from it was like, okay, they had oval eyes, but they looked very human. Right. Um, so they approached the car at this point in two groups of like two groups. So one on Barney's side, one on Betty's side. And they pull them out of the car. At this point, the couple regained memory, which I'll get back to, like missing time here in a second. What that means. About two hours later, thirty-five miles down the road. Hmm. So, is anybody familiar with like what missing time means and like? Yeah, aliens? it's
0: super common in um, like abduction cases or ca- just cases where they've. Um seen like what they believe to be UFOs, where they have a big chunk of time missing. and then the next thing they remember, they're like, it's like hours later, and they're like, not where they originally remember being last. And um, sometimes they don't even put them back in their car. Like I remember, I think it was um Travis Walton, which do you guys, I feel like he's like the most famous abduction mm-hmm. story. Do you know who Travis Walton is?
1: no no it's-
0: have you ever seen that movie fire in the sky because no. it's like no. based off of his story um anyway him i feel like they just dropped him in the middle of the woods
1: really like
0: yeah oh. yeah like i i'm pretty sure because he was like i don't i won't tell too much of it because it would be a really good topic for like next time we get on the subject of like aliens because his story is like insane but um yeah i want to say they like just dropped him in the middle of the woods
1: like, oh, here's your oh. car. or you Yeah. Know, we're not even going to find yeah. your car. Here you go.
0: Yeah. It's a really interesting story, but go ahead, Adam. I don't want to yeah. get too into it.
1: No, you're good. So like missing time, in my opinion, is just like, I don't know. I feel like it could happen to anything. Like if you have like one of those droggy days or whatever, and you're just kind of like, you know, what did I do yesterday?
2: And yeah. like, you no, have we're... like
1: a legit, yeah, or hangover, <laughs> you know, like if you want to relate it to that, but yes, you know, just trying to wrap your head around everything that, happened without knowing. Yeah. So they had actually arrived home back in New Hampshire and they had felt really weird and strange, uh almost dirty in a sense, but not harmed. And both of their watches had actually stopped working and Barney felt compelled to check check his lower half. So, you know, he obviously felt like something had happened to him during this process which would have caused him to be like, you know, something doesn't feel right. So Betty started having weird nightmares, like during the day, during the evening, while she was awake, like any time of the day, she would just have these nightmares and they happened for five days. And these nightmares were, you know, about the incident that happened, but she was living them through her. Would it be subconscious? Is that right? Like she's living them through like her thoughts. In a sense.
2: Um, yeah, I guess it would be like, I don't, would it be like her subconscious? Yeah, like, so are you saying
0: that she's having, like, they're almost like memories coming back? Yeah, rather like, than like, she's
1: like, having, like, these nightmares. She was able to, like, she would get up every morning and write them down. Gotcha. Because, so she like, kind uh,
0: of knew that it was, like, not just, like, a regular nightmare, but it was, like, almost like memories coming back. Like a
2: flashback.
0: Like, yeah, like a yeah. flashback.
1: Or I guess she could say, like, deja vu. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So, after you know the fifth day, these like nightmares had kind of stopped, and I'll get into like her nightmares here in a second because they were recommended hypnotherapy, and obviously not the ones that you see in like Las Vegas, where like okay, and you're asleep, and we want you to cluck like a duck. Like these were to like bring out. Like suppressed memories and or to recall lost time and their doctor was named benjamin simon who specialized in this so over the course of like a month or so and they had weekly sessions for about a month or so they recalled every minute of their experience so betty said that after they pulled him into the car that and this is all according to like her interview on youtube which i'll link in the um, description for the podcast so everybody can take a listen to it it's really interesting because it's 10 parts but the way that she goes into it it just seems like there's so much like memory there like she's not trying to like elaborate on it or to you know steer away from what like news articles that i've read have like said it's pretty much like spot on but when she got out of the car she wasn't I guess you could say, like, under these people's control as much as Barney was. Barney was already basically in, like, a trans-like state and following them to, like, the woods where their, like, UFO was. And they were trying to get them both into the door. And Betty said that she had turned around and punched one of the men in the face.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Whereas, like, Barney's walking in, you know, she's just like, I'm just going to punch one of them because Barney was. Bigger, So I guess they saw him more as a threat. So they probably subdued him a little bit more than they did with Betty. And Betty recalls that after they walked into the ship that the walls were oval shaped and gray with bright white lights that filled the room. And there was different rooms inside this like spaceship. And so they were both separated. So Betty went into one. Barney went into another room. And there was an examiner. There was the, like, doctors, in a sense, and then there was the leader. That's what they all called him. So there was only, like, three different types of people in the, like, ship with them. And the doctor came into Betty's room first and was very quick and curious about her eyes, her ears, her nose, her throat, her feet, and her hands. So just checking her out, in a sense. And she said that she didn't feel nervous at all during this process, that it was very... Kind of like, okay, I'll let you do what you want to do until they checked her nervous system and she felt a lot of pain. So they stopped and they left the room. Well, Barney was experiencing kind of the same procedure, but they were very fascinated with like his bone structure, like rubbing up and down his back, trying to feel his spine, like, you know, why is Barney bigger than Betty, so on and so forth? Because to them, you know, they're almost all the same, whereas we have, obviously, like, genders is what I, like, took away from it. So Yeah, that makes
0: sense. Mm-hmm. The
1: one thing that made me laugh in this whole ordeal, and Amber, you may not know this, you may know this, but so Barney had dentures so his teeth could come out because he lost his teeth in World War II. And they were able to pull his teeth out. So the examiner ran into Betty's room and started tugging on her teeth, wondering why. <laughs> his teeth were not coming out. When they pulled
0: his teeth out, they were probably like, Oh my God, we broke it.
1: <laughs> oh, <holy laughs> shit!" We should, we should probably They're... bump them off. It's like, it's yeah. Cool.
2: They're so, probably like, wait, do they all do that? Yeah. yeah. And that's what
1: Betty said. She's like, they came in so like confused. Like why is his teeth coming <laughs> out? But yours are not. So it kind of showed more of like a human nature to them, uh, in a sense. And obviously like after they were able to like uncover all of these, you know, suppressed memories of like being in this exam room and being in a ship and being dropped off, they were like they felt a little bit more relieved and that's when kind of like the national news got a hold of it. But the one thing that I wanted to listen to, but I couldn't find them to save my life was Barney's hypnosis tapes are out there for you guys to like, listen to. And I've caught like snippets of them through like this YouTube video that I watched, but they're dark. Um, He's like screaming bloody murder about like, you know, having them leave and like, he doesn't want to be around them and stuff. But Betty was talking to the leader while they, while she was on the ship, and she said that he was very friendly. They were talking about food, um, things that they liked to do. And when Betty asked, like, you know, where are you from? We know you're not from, you know, here. He pointed at a star map, and the star map showed, like, where his home was. And she felt very dumb that she didn't know where they were, or who they were. And... During this hypnosis phase, she was actually able to recreate that star map. Wow, uh, Ooh, that's sleeping. cool. So there's a picture of that too that I'll actually like send into the Discord. But after the media got a hold of it and it was highly publicized, they actually received a movie uh, that starred James Earl Jones as Barney and Estelle Parsons as
0: Betty. <gasps> well, I have to watch it. I didn't know Darth Vader was in it.
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> Fun fact, too, uh, they were a biracial couple. So Barney was black and Betty was white.
0: Yeah, I did I did randomly know that, yes.
1: Um, so it,
0: but I didn't know it, there was a movie, so that's – I'm going to have to watch it.
1: Yeah, I'll have to submit the IMDb to you so you can find it and yeah. watch it. Yeah, yes. But the thing that makes me think – and I'll say this last before, you know, obviously I we can have a conversation about it. The thing that makes me think that this story is 100% real – was that when Betty called the NICAP or the National Investigations Committee of Aer- Aerial Phenomena around 2:15 in the morning in the area that they had actually been abducted? They were tracking an un- unidentified aircraft in the vicinity that disappeared
0: oh, after. Oh, so they wow. like already knew or suspected something was in the area.
1: Mm-hmm. And those, huh. and I think according to Betty's interview was those have been classified and they're not able for public access Gotcha. well
2: of course (laughs) typical
1: it's it's really (laughs) weird that you would think you know they know something and they're like quick hide it hide it and it's like these people obviously have stories about it so what's the point of hiding it at this point
0: right well and they were like an an elderly couple right i mean they were like older when the abduction took place like why would they make that up like yeah. And, and
1: the fact that like people said too, like you know, since they're biracial, that some people thought that why would they make something up like that when society already hated them? Yeah, like why would
0: they draw attention to themselves on purpose?
1: Yeah, and they they weren't the type of people to actually believe in UFOs. Like they didn't they would they wouldn't think twice about it. It was more like oh okay. Yeah. So for them to have such an elaborate story that can be you know, obviously verified through interviews and obviously, you know, Betty called because she was worried about radiation from the ship.
0: Right. Which is like a thing. I mean, I would be worried about that too. Cause a lot of abduction cases, the area around where the craft was is like radiated. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they give off, I mean, who knows what they're powering their ships with, you know?
1: Well, the yeah. the thing that makes me sad, and I I wanted to obviously do this with you guys, but then I found out. So they had in the like U.S. State Route three where the diner was and stuff. They actually converted it into a like Barney and Betty like gift shop in a sense where it was very oh. themed. Well, the new owner in the like bef- the bathroom used to have like pictures and news articles and like you know, stories about the abduction and stuff like that. Well, the new owners that took over thought it was creepy and they destroyed it. But so now the only thing that's left is like the alien theme. And like, you can go in there and like buy a shirt and stuff, but you can't go in there and like experience like What? what makes that diner so special.
0: That's shitty. Yeah. Yeah well i remember hearing about that um case though and i always thought it was really interesting that they were an older couple and i'm just like why would they why would they make this up like i feel like no
1: benefit to it
0: yeah i just feel like what was the point of them making this up and making such a like they both were clearly so affected by it and like you can't just fake that kind of trauma not both of them anyway you know like Yeah. And the
1: the movie was a made for television uh, biographical movie. It was called yeah. the UFO Incident. It came out in 1975.
0: Gotcha. I had no idea that that even existed. I'll have to check it out.
1: Sweet. Yeah, yeah I will that. too. I definitely have to. So. Um,
0: well, that one's really interesting, Adam. I think that you picked a really good one for it being our first um, like UFO.
1: Did I leave any information out that maybe you can recall?
0: Not that I remember, no. Okay. Um, because it's yeah, you did
3: good. Yeah, you, God, did good.
0: you really I did, just, yeah. And I'm interested to listen to um like the YouTube videos that you send of their like hypnosis and stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm so there's to listen to it. Ten parts of Betty's interview when I typed in like barney hypnosis tapes just to listen to him <laughs> i for the life of me could not find them but okay it does look like ancient aliens on the history channel had did something similar to this where you can hear like snippets of it but yeah it's he's you can definitely tell that he's having trouble right
0: yeah it. like deeply affected
1: yeah so
0: wow okay well i believe them I'm just yeah, go saying so. that out there. Yeah. I, I believe them. I have no reason to not. I mean, I just think to go as far as to even draw like a map, like a star, like, you know, I don't, I just don't think you can just pull that shit out of nowhere. Like, I don't no. think you just make that up.
1: It's, and so yeah. Yeah. To know that from memory from obviously you saw it. So right. Right. I think if I'm not mistaken, I feel like I keep leaving things out, but I believe that that star map has actually been like, verified in a sense that that does exist in some type of like others oh really yes. wow yes.
0: see and it's like why how it's like the lengths they would have to go like the lengths she would have had to go to like memorize that you know like if she had looked it up or something and like you know it was like oh um and yeah they had a star map and to be able to draw it and it'd be verified like how is she just she wouldn't just be making that up
2: well, right. and that this would be a very, like, elaborate lie that right. they were both in on, like, and they would have had to, like, sit down and be like, okay, this is what we're going to lie about today, and it's going to be alien, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to yeah. explain them in this way, and it's just, it would be weird to lie mm-hmm. about something like that. Like, I just don't. Yeah, I, don't, I agree with that, yeah. Totally.
1: So, I just sent a picture of the star mm-hmm. map that was shown to her, or the actual star map, and then what she drew.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, like, and, spot on.
1: Yeah. It's just mirrored, which is wow. really weird. Yeah. And then the ship below it, or the picture below it, is actually the ship that they saw from drawing it.
2: That's so cool. You'll love to see this. <laughs> You'll
0: love to see it. It's <laughs> um, fascinating. That's so, yeah, it's so interesting. I love it. Okay. All right, is there anything more that you want to add before we get into... Uh, my topic nope okay so <clears throat> my topic i don't know if you guys have heard of him but it's about um this guy named frederick valentage
2: i have not i have not
0: so so i actually heard about him i was watching um, buzzfeed unsolved imagine that <laughs> and they did they were doing it was a ufo episode and um they were talking about him and i was i had never heard about it but i was extremely fascinated because he so i'll just go ahead and get into it um the story begins in australia um shortly after sunset around 6 43 p.m on october 21st 1978 a young man named frederick valentage was piloting a airplane a rented single engine cessna over bass strait Heading southeastwardly for King's Island, when he thought when wh- he thought he saw another aircraft seem to pass over him, he radioed Melbourne Air Flight Service and spoke with the controller Steve Roby. Um, and then I actually have the audio tape, which it would just be better for me to play it than to like read it to you guys. Um, but the audio tape begins at seven oh six PM. So he took off. At 6:43, so this is about like 20 minutes later that he um, has this conversation with him. So I'm gonna go ahead and play it. It's about a minute
3: and a half.
2: Sweet. long. <clears> this <throat> is Delta Sierra
3: Juliet. Is there any man in traffic below 5,000 feet? No no in traffic. Seems to be a large aircraft below 5,000 feet. Aircraft. I cannot confirm. It's for like light landing lights. The aircraft has just passed over me at at least a thousand feet above. Is there any Air Force aircraft in
0: the vicinity? No, no, an aircraft in the vicinity.
3: Seems to be playing some sort of game. He's flying over me. Elder Sierra, Juliet, it's not
0: an aircraft. At... Can you describe the uh, the aircraft? As
3: it's flying past, it's a long shape. I cannot identify it. It has such speed. It's before me right now, Melbourne. How large
2: would the um, the object be? seems like it's stationary. What it's doing right now
0: is orbiting. The thing is just orbiting on top of me. It's also got a green light and a sort of metallic light. It's shiny on the outside. It's just vanished not Okay, so could That's you guys pretty- hear it okay? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: okay. So basically the last thing you hear is like that metallic scraping noise. Um so the radio officials just assumed that he had crashed. Um, cause he seemed like he was really, um, like sidetracked, like by this craft that was following him. Um, so they assumed that he had crashed. They assumed that the noise that they had heard was him crashing. Um, cause then it just cuts off and they couldn't get a hold of him after that. Um, but they searched the air all around the area that he said he was in. They searched the, the sea that he was in by and found nothing. Um, The Australian Department of Transport looked into Valentage's disappearance, but they were unable to find anything. A few scattered reports of civilians seeing planes landing or flying overhead were collected, but in the end, the disappearance was just presumed fatal and the case was closed. Five years after he went missing, an engine cow flap washed ashore on Flinders Island. The Bureau of Air Safety Investigation noted that the part came from the same type of aircraft that he was piloting that day and that it had serial numbers within the same range as his plane. Um, Hitch was an ardent believer in UFOs and often worried about being attacked by one while he was flying. It also came out that he had applied twice to the Royal Australian Air Force and was rejected both times for inadequate educational experience. He was also studying to be a commercial pilot, but it had failed his examinations twice. He had also received several warnings after flying once into a restricted zone in Sydney and twice into clouds. So he wasn't a very good flyer, um, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is why they just assumed that he had crashed. Cause he was clearly in that um, audio um, recording was very distracted. So they just, and with his history of flying, that's why they just automatically went to. Well, he probably crashed.
2: Well, um, the thing is, is that like, I I don't blame him if he was distracted because, like, imagine yeah. minding your own freaking business in the air, and it's like this thing is like stalking him,
0: right? Like, it's and it's weird. like hovering all around his ship. It's he said, like he said, it's it's like it's playing a game with me. But It's like toying maybe, with him. Like you said, in the sky. I mean, you don't uh, – like when you're driving, if somebody rides your ass, you're like, oh,
2: typical. But in the sky, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you in don't expect sky, that. In the sky, you're supposed to be like alone. Like there's yeah, not to be anybody yeah. around you. But yeah. I feel like also he maybe shouldn't have been flying if he failed so much. You I know? mean, they were like, like, don't. And he was like, but I'm going to. No, I'm going to do so, it.
0: I'm going to do it. They're like, well, you don't have to. He's like, no, I'm going to so um so that's yeah that's kind of why they were like yeah he probably crashed so anyway the case has remained a topic of conversation amongst conspiracy theorists for almost four years though no new information had been collected until 2014. a ufo action group in victoria claimed that an unidentified farmer saw a 30 meter aircraft hovering over his farm the morning after valentage went missing the farmer also claimed that valentage's aircraft was stuck to the side of the craft and was leaking oil. The only problem with this though, is that the group has, they still don't know who this farmer is. Like he came to them like, um, what am I trying to say? Um, Like he was, he's been concealing his identity. So he, uh, anonymous. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) He came to them anonymously. So we don't even know if this guy is legit. That's the only thing about that is that, That's a cool story to spin it is that, oh, he saw the aircraft that was messing with him. Oh, and his his um, plane was stuck to the side of it. But we don't know if it's true or not. Um, They've been looking for him. That group, that action group has been looking for this farmer um, since they got that information in 2014. Like they're still actively like looking for this guy. Um, Anyway, so another website that I came across during my research dubbed the skeptical (laughs) inquirer.org claimed that the case has been solved and that Valentage's obsession with UFOs made him to believe that four celestial stars were an unidentified flying object in that and his distraction and excitement over possibly seeing a UFO, his plane began to enter a graveyard spiral causing him to crash so they believe that he saw stars and assumed that it was a ufo because he was obsessed with them so his mind immediately went there and that because of that his he was distracted his plane started to spiral and he crashed that Um, feels a little
2: far fetched but yeah. yeah
0: so i just want i basically i just want to ask that's really all I was able to find because they still have no clue. They have no, nothing to go off of. Um, besides that, that audio, um, transcript with him and that, him and the guy. Um, and obviously a bunch of, um, well, it could be this, it could be that. So I just wanted to ask you guys, like, what do you think? I mean, I wanted to give you both like, you know, Oh, it could be a UFO, but I also wanted the reason I included the skeptical, um, inquirer.org claim was because I want to present both sides you know I want I want to get your guys's opinion as to what you think do you think he was just obsessed with UFOs and so his mind went there trying to I don't know see something that wasn't really there or do you think he really could have encountered a UFO
2: that day you know, I, uh, go ahead Jules oh no go ahead you're fine well this like really reminds me of the show that I was watching on Netflix with my parents um like last week it was called it's called hangar one i don't know if you guys have seen it on there it's about ufos and stuff i have not i haven't i'll have to check it out
0: though it's
3: really really good um they talk a lot about how people that
2: would like fly planes see ufos all the time but they're told like not to say anything about it or else they'll get like reprimanded by the government pretty Yeah.
3: yeah
2: so they just like don't. And it was just like a whole conspiracy on like all that kind of stuff. So this, yeah. that's kind of what this reminded me of, just like,
0: which which I believe I mean, I believe that because look at the the videos that which which Jules and I, I think j- talked about them in an episode or two ago. Um those videos that came out, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, it is UFOs um that was shot by like, um, the military. And they were like, I mean, Jules and I had watched them forever ago, but then they finally released them and they were like, oh yeah, these are UFOs or whatever, but they had already leaked years ago. But like that was in 2006, I think was when those videos were shot and they just now came out and we're like, oh yeah, this is, we don't have, we have no idea what those are in this video. Like they, for years, those guys that had shot this video, cause it was two pilots, um, in the sky, at seeing it at the same time, and just think they—the government had them cover this up. I mean, the videos obviously had leaked online, so we had seen them, but they just now were like, "Oh yeah, there, those are UFOs, potentially." Yeah. But it's—I mean, that was shot in 2006, so they've been having them stay quiet about
2: this this entire time. Like, mm-hmm. which what is the point now? I mean, you've already confirmed that there are UFOs. Everybody already knows it. Just let that let it. Oh. I, mean, I mean, with it's the way funny. the world's panic, I guess I don't know,
0: yeah, but the, with the way the world's going, we're already panicked, just just release it all. let us know. I mean, <laughs> there's fucking murder hornets and cannibal ants, and <laughs> just tell okay, so those <laughs> things now tell us about aliens, okay? <laughs> I'll I, do
2: it. I think he one hundred percent got abducted because in the like um audio, he sounds like scared. He's describing yeah. it perfectly as like it's playing a game with me. Like this is what it looks like. You don't describe stars as being round like uh yeah. Yeah. did he say round or oval? He said I have um
0: the audio written down.
1: I think he said oval.
0: He said or circular? Um he just said it was large. Large. And he said it's a long shape um, with a green light, and it's sort of metallic, all shiny on the
2: outside. Okay. So why would you describe a star? I don't right? go outside and be like, oh my God, that star that I can barely fucking see yeah. is metallic, and it's green. Right. And right. you know what? It's probably, that's probably all it is. Like, well, I, and, I wouldn't describe it like that. He said it was
0: kind of like it was floating. Like, it was, like, orbiting, almost. And And it was, like,
2: moving around him. Like, Yeah, it was fucking with him. It's not like if it was another plane or something else, like, they would even, first of all, even be in the same vicinity because they understand how dangerous that is, like.
0: Yeah, but they also have to report where they're at. So if there's another plane in the sky, the reason why he radioed is because they should know that. They should be able to tell him, you know there's another aircraft, you know, with their big big Australian accent, like tell you know, yeah, there's another plane up there. That's probably what you're seeing. Yeah. I know if it doesn't look like a typical plane, it's potentially military because they need to know, they have to know these things because like you said, it is dangerous. They could just fly right into one another if they don't report
2: where they're at, you know, and I just think like, you know, it's, it just it's diff- it's weird circumstances and the way he's talking makes it sound like he's scared and not just like and he's like holy shit what is this like yeah you exactly. help me figure out what this is like it's not okay and then all of a sudden there's just like static and he's gone like no i or metal scraping and then he's gone like i just yeah i feel like he got abducted like hundred yeah. percent. yeah exactly well what do you think krista
3: You know, didn't they say he was obsessed with aliens and UFOs? He was, yeah. What (laughs) if Well now hear me out. What if he wanted to commit suicide and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna go out with a bang? He's like I'm gonna I mean maybe Or maybe like like not even like
0: like suicide, but what if he just wanted to disappear? Yeah. You know, what if he just how I'm doing it? Yeah, I mean, it could be. That's a hell of a story. People are <laughs> literally still talking about it. You know, exactly. like, it's, it's potential. I mean, that's, that has potential to it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I don't even know if it would be like suicide, but him wanting to disappear. He, I mean, he's got a bad rep anyway when it comes to like flying and stuff, but he's clearly passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just wanted to start fresh somewhere else, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe he wanted to redeem himself but obviously if he kept his name and kept who he is right now the shame of like him constantly failing at something he's so passionate about was always going to be with him so yeah i mean i can see that i would i definitely wouldn't wouldn't say no that's not a possibility
2: yeah
0: all right adam what about you
1: um so like just based on the audio and maybe i'm like i want to believe it But part of me thinks that if he was so obsessed with it, that this was his way of just, like, having fun. Like, he didn't, in my opinion, he didn't sound scared in the audio. He sounded more, like, kind of, not, like, super excited, but enough, like, curiosity for him to maybe, like, feed the story. Kind of like what they did with, like, World of Worlds on the radio, where they basically perpetuated fear into everybody by thinking that, like, you know, this aliens are coming down to town. So maybe like he thought this was his way of being like, well, now that, you know, stories are coming out over the course of the last couple of years or so on and so forth, that he wanted to be famous for it versus actually seeing it.
0: Yeah. First of all, I love that you said that aliens are coming down to town.
1: That was really
3: funny.
0: (laughs) That aliens are coming down to town. Um, That was really funny. Um, Yeah. I mean, and like, who knows if he was a part of like, any UFO groups. I don't know if they really like existed back then. Cause this was what I said, the 1978, I don't know if they were like a huge thing back then. Obviously this would have been after Betty and Barney Hill. Cause they were in the sixties, right?
1: Yeah. They were like 61.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe there were UFO groups and like people that like kind of a cult following. Um, and who knows, maybe he wanted to look cool for his fellow UFO friends or something and was like, you know, make made up some elaborate story, but but I go back to like that doesn't explain where the hell he went and his plane. You know, there's they found a piece where they were like, I mean, the serial numbers were close enough, so we'll just go <laughs> ahead and say that it was. It could maybe
1: tie into Chris's theory, though, of like, going yeah, like I'm gonna start, you know, a theory yeah. or some type of elaborate hoax in a sense, and then go into hiding. Yeah
0: so i don't know um if this is a thing or it was a thing back then but do you guys know if there's some sort of like a tracking in planes where they can like black um box. if they were able to like track him like i mean like a black a black box yeah like a black box Is that exist in every plane or just like the big ones like the big like commercial planes that we I mean, fly it, on
1: it existed in like smaller planes in a sense okay, too. so I I'm really just wonder.
0: wondering. I never saw anything that said whether they were able to, like, obviously, they couldn't get a hold of him via radio, but if they were able to see his location at all, or if that was even an option, but um, it,
1: if they did have a black box and it was true, where you know there was some type of like magnet that pulled his you know ship into yeah. the ship, the magnet would obviously just erase it, would, it would
0: ruin it, it yeah. Yeah, this I don't know. This one was very interesting. It was a short but sweet story, you know? Like it was like, it's it's satisfying enough that I'm like, I wanna know. But I there are also explanations like Krista's that I'm like, it could be it could be explained. You know, like there's yeah. this is this is a possibility. Um, well, I just thought you- it was really
2: interesting. What do you think that he got abducted? Um I
0: want to think that because that would be a really cool story. And like, obviously like I'm a really big believer in, in aliens and UFOs. And, but um, like Adam said, he seemed stoked. Kind of. Yeah, was. Like he, like
1: he was, getting <laughs> he was like, Oh like my
0: God. Yeah, yeah. He was like, thank God it's finally happening. Okay. It's happening. You know, like the <laughs> really? office, like it was like, that's the kind of the vibe I got, but he did sound, I don't know kind of concerned at the same time
2: like this is exciting but I also might die I feel and, like he sounded um, like his adrenaline adrenaline was up and he yeah. was like nervous I don't I, I mean that's yeah. just like my interpretation of it like I didn't think he I mean I think he sounded like like, Holy nervous shit, excitement. like yeah
0: yeah yeah it was like a nervous excitement like like, oh, my God, this is finally happening, and everything I've believed all along is proving to be true, but, I, but what does this mean for me? What could potentially happen to me because of it? That's kind of, like, the vibe I was getting, but he also was obsessed. So it's kind yeah. of, like, obviously his brain is going to go there. You know, obviously I, like, really, I really believe in ghosts. So anytime, like anything that I can't write away, explain or debunk happens in, in my house or anywhere, I'm like, oh, it was a ghost. Like my, my brain goes there automatically because I want to believe that those things are true. So I want to believe that he did get abducted. And I think it would explain that there's just like absolutely no trace of him or his plane. Cause I'm sorry, that little piece of, shrapnel that they found that had close enough serial numbers that it could have been his plane i just don't that's not enough for me like so like those things him just completely vanishing i'm like what else would it be that they other than they took his ass and they took (laughs) a piece of something from earth aka his craft his plane to study it you know i mean why wouldn't they take him and the plane? They've got two two new things from Earth to study. So yeah, I mean, I, I I do think it is a it is a huge possibility that they took him that he was abducted. Cause him just completely disappearing and his plane completely disappearing is just unexplainable to me. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, good job. Good well job. thanks. I know there wasn't a ton to say. With that one. Because there's so much left. Unknown. (laughs) Unknown. But
2: but yeah. yeah, I liked the. The audio clip that you played. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I was like. I have the whole transcript written out. Like I found it. Somebody had like uh, translated it on a website. And I was like. Maybe I'll just read it. But then I was like. I want to like actually. I want you guys to hear his voice. And hear how. Like I don't know his nervous excitement and just the conversation, and I think that's something we could do more in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Like if your topic has some kind of like an audio that goes with it or something, um, we could start that's including that idea. stuff. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's interesting, you know. I mean, y- you it's like it almost makes what we're presenting to you more real. Yeah, when you hear it and stuff. So yeah. Woo. I'm glad we finally got to do UFOs, though. That was yeah something I've been wanting to do for a hot minute.
1: Oh, we'll be coming back to this topic.
0: Oh mm-hmm. yes, there's a lot yeah. to do. There is there's a lot to cover. Yeah. Well. Um. Good job, guys. Good job, and guys. who wants to go next? Who's uh, wants to go next week? I don't care. We maybe can uh... Chris and Jules, yeah.
2: maybe. Yeah. yeah.
0: Jules. You guys That's will do not- a true crime, though.
2: Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't give it away right now, <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. But I think it would be cool if you guys would go next, if you guys yeah. Yeah. go together. We could do that. Um, is there anything that anybody else wants to add before we wrap things up? Anything that you guys want to talk about? I felt like there was... Um. Oh! Um, Did you guys see that trailer for that new Netflix movie coming out called I'm Want"? i Thinking of Ending Things?
3: No. No.
0: Oh my God. You have to watch the trailer. It is a fucking, it's mind blowing. It's like, it's so our cup of tea and I just feel like you guys would really like it. And it's also a book which I went and after I watched the trailer, I went and bought it last night because I was like, I have to read this fucking book. (laughs) <laughs> it just, it is, and like Tony Collette is in it, so you already know it's going to be like, I don't know if you guys have seen Hereditary yes. or anything yeah. that she's in, but she's just fucking amazing. So you know right off the bat if she's in it, it's
2: going to be really good. I just pulled it up. I'll send it and I'll send the trailer in Discord. Oh my God, it looks, yeah. it looks so good.
3: Sounds depressing.
2: It, um...
0: No, I wouldn't say depressing, but it's, I don't know. It's more just like a mind fuck. At least what I got from the trailer. I'm going to start mm-hmm. reading the book tonight. So I'll let you guys know if it's, if it's lay <laughs> <Laysad.
3: laughs>
1: um,
0: um And then you guys need to finish Unsolved Mysteries. I want to talk about it.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm so close.
1: Yeah. I'm playing Fall Guys too much, so I apologize.
2: What is <laughs> Fall Guys? i downloaded that
1: yeah so fall guys is a 1v60 battle royale but it's like mario party
2: oh god
3: whoa
1: 20 dollars on steam and if you're a playstation plus owner it's free so of course it is gross
0: Uh,
1: can we stop <laughs>
0: um, have you guys? Has anybody else been playing any new games lately? I feel like I haven't played anything in a hot minute. No. You still
1: need to finish mm-hmm. the Last of Us. I know. Yeah, you
0: do. I'm like so into starting things and then getting sidetracked with a million other things. I'm a I'm a real good starter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not really a great finisher. I really want to get back into Animal Crossing, though. I kind of miss it. <gasps> yes. I felt like that was when my life was at its peak.
3: <laughs> you can go
0: swimming my, now. That's my <laughs> Yeah, and you can do fireworks. You can write with the fireworks, I guess.
2: Yeah, I'm about to. I'm getting on tonight. It's settled. <laughs> okay,
0: there's going to be cockroaches for sure in my house. A hundred uh, like months since I've played. I don't think I've played since May. No, okay. it's, it's been a really it's long time. And I but I just feel like also they haven't really done any like give me a new patch that has something like super exciting mm-hmm. and I'll be like obsessed again. But I just oh. like there's not a lot to do. Like I just kinda ran out of stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, the whole mm-hmm. swimming thing added like all those new animals or like sea creatures that you could find. Yeah, that is true. And stuff like that. And, and it introduced the little otter that comes and you give him your um clams or something.
0: I fucking love otters. I know. He's fucking cute. That's so cute. Um, Okay. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap things up?
2: Nope. Just uh, thank you guys for listening to last week's episode. If you did. And um, yeah.
1: Like, share, rate, and subscribe. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Do what, like Adam said, on Apple, and then hit us up on Spotify and Google Play, which I still know nothing about.
2: <laughs> um, I None of truly us
0: do. not even of- know for sure if we're on there. So who knows? <laughs>
2: who knows?
0: Yeah. Spotify? Um, yes. Yeah, Spotify and Apple um, podcast app for
1: Ooh, sure. I have one more thing to add. Yeah. Yeah. Since we're talking about Spotify. Has anybody noticed that the logo is crooked? What oh, no. I'm straight? Oh, no. Thanks a lot. It, go it look. is not straight. If you look at it, it is very tilted to the right, just a tad.
2: It is tilted. Maybe that's okay. their, Maybe that's what they wanted, though.
1: Uh, I'm just saying. I was 28 years old when I found that out. Oh, oh
2: my God. Oh, my God. oh goodness,
0: I was today years old. Um, <laughs> oh, well, that's gonna bother me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: if you listen to us on Spotify, just ignore the crooked logo, because our logo is not crooked our podcast from the unknown is it's perfect um, <laughs> um which Allie made and <laughs> you know what you made a bunch and I have them still we need to start using those for stuff I think we'll have to figure out how we can use them that way they don't go and yeah. merch but I don't know if did you guys ever see all those different different logos that she made yeah I sent them to everybody did yeah you? we voted so on good. them there's so, oh yeah it's been a I minute have okay.
1: phone though. So I may not have them, but
0: yeah, they're really good. I'll have to send them all to you guys, but I think we should start using them in some, some way. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but um, yeah. So uh, rate, review and subscribe and um, follow us on social media at an podcast on Twitter podcast from the unknown on Instagram again hit us up let us know if we fucked anything up today or if we left anything out if there's any kind of new information that we maybe didn't know about um feel free to correct us and um let us know and also like let us know what you want to hear from us in the future or just any kind of little critiquing you want to do just let us know
2: and yeah we'll see you guys next week yep bye